in the beginning of Pirk Shani and Pirk Aves, has a whole Mishnah devoted to Derech in life. The end of the Mishnah says the following thing. Look at these three things and you won't come to the hands of losing your sense of spiritual balance and falling out of line. Da should know ma lamala mimcha what is above you ayin roa for oizen shumas a seeing eye a listening ear for choma secho the sefer nichtovim and all your actions in a book they are written so when previously I've read this Mishnah I've read it in a very solemn and ominous tone. Da. And I was looking at this morning. I just peeked at it before davening. I thought, you know, Mazel well open up a pick of us instead of opening up. See what's going on in my TikTok account. And Taka, I think it was more satisfying in some ways. Um, maybe in all ways. I thought to myself, whoa, whoa! What do I want most? And when I speak to people, what, what I hear from them, they want the most. Do you know what they want most? They want to be seen. They don't want to be invisible. They want to be seen. Not being seen is an incredible pain. And do you know what else? They want to be heard. And they want to know what they do is meaningful. Says Rebbe, you should know that you should know it's above you. There's a seeing eye. It's not an eye. There's an eye that sees you. Your actions aren't invisible. You are here. I get you. The Bible says, I get you. I'm seeing you. I'm hearing you. And don't think what you're doing is insignificant. Everything you do is written down. What do you write down? Don't write down no junk. You write down things which are important. That's what's written down. Imagine the Bible sitting there, Kibiyachal. 
retaining, whatever way that means, it's, it's metaphorical, retaining every single thing I did. Really? Really? Is, it, is, is my life that worthwhile? Take? Take, take? It's amazing. It's like just, da! Look! Look who you are! What's an ayin roa? You're seen. You're actually seen. Oizin shamas. You're heard. Whatever you say, someone's listening to it. It's important. Paying attention to it. Everything you do has relevance, it's significant. And when you think about it that way, you think, cool. Cool. Boya Olam loves me, cares about me. He's properly there for me at every stage of the game, at every level. He's with me. And when I feel that way, I think, well, I want to be with you. I want to, I want to f- do my side. I want, to, I want to step forward in the relationship. I want to show up. You're showing up for me. What's Dalim Alim means, Bariram says, I'm here for you. Here I am. I'm here for you. So think, you're here for me. I want to be here for you. That was my aura, that was my aura today. That was Mara today. Unfortunately for me, I'm going, to, I'm going to stop now and maybe we'll just do comic stand-up for the rest of it. Uh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. I'm so deeply upset. Like for me, that was, uh, that was like so, so precious. There's, there's halacha. And this is halacha, halacha or thing that I struggle with on a, uh, on a regular basis. So, in the narrative of creation, something went awry with the formation of the world. Because here you had a world that everything was set up. The world was created. Eli told us, So this is it. The world was set up. It was all there. Amen. Where are you, brother? Correct. You haven't even or you zoned out. To zone out, you have to be zoned in at one stage of the game. Okay. I don't know when, maybe yesterday. Gabriel, how are you going there? You okay? Yes. Do you want to go lie down? I feel like I'm keeping you awake. I'm, re- I'm really like, I hate, I, ha- I hate the feeling of being trapped in a place that I don't want to be and I don't give anyone that feeling. Really, I don't. If you're feeling bored, uninterested, or just you just had a really tough night last night and you just can't keep your eyes open, Go sleep. I'm serious. Like, it's like I feel, I feel like I'm a mazik to a person's pleasure if they 
I mean that sincerely. It's like it's like being in school. And when you're in school, then like you like it's like almost the worst kind of prison you can imagine. You're sitting there and you say, I don't want to be here. I do not want to be here. And you can't break free. The truth is, and this is important for you, Gavi and Ari, to know, you can. You can. It's like, that, 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 like when you get to the age of like 20, you realize, why, why, why did I do that? I should have walked out. Like, these guys have no authority. It's like, just get up and leave. Hello? Hi, Rabbi Berlin. How are you doing? Well, I didn't think it was such a bad idea that they came to Israel. <laughs> what? What do you mean they started a mutiny? Hello? Rabbi Berlin. Language. Okay. <laughs> strong language, strong. It wasn't, it wasn't foul. Sorry, 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 Ari, sorry. Remember, remember my name? Bachaim Gross. Just in case. <laughs> but why are you behind me? You can't be behind me. Like, this is like, it's like the Oaks to grab the tickets in the concert and they haven't got the bucks to shell out. So they get like. <laughs> come on, come on, no, no. They say, go there, go there. Like, you know, like, it's, it's like. Yeah, look, Smith's making space for you. Nice. Better, better, better. Are we in the shop? I mean, I would like you to be, but like he's got like a pedantic. Okay, good. Sorry? Get him in? No, we'll wait for the cat to come in. Okay, here we go. So this is Sha. <laughs> so yeah, you go. The world was made. So here you go. So the world was made. In every bush of the field, terem yihyeh vort. It hadn't yet got into the into the land. And all the, the grass, the lawn, the kind of the low vegetation of the field, it had not yet flowered. Because Hashem hadn't made it yet rain. And man there was not to work the soil. Which seemingly is an unnecessary thing to say at the end of that passage. Describing the state of the vegetation of the world, and you're pointing out that before it rained, it was all underneath the surface, waiting to pierce. And then you add, and there was no man there. Okay, so what? So Rashi dresses the seeming superfluous nature of it, and there was no man there to work the land, and he says, actually causal. The reason why the vegetation hadn't yet pierced the surface of the earth was because there was no human being there. Well, what's the difference? Would there be a human being there? Then what would have happened? This is what would have happened. He looked around and he said, Hmm. Ah, Whoa. This is strange. I'm looking around this world and nothing's really growing. Nothing's moving here. This is bizarre. We've got this fantastic setup, but like it's just not working. 
there's something missing. There's no energy to drive the machine. There needs to be some kind of nourishment to go, do you know what you need? You need, you need water. 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 As they say in South Africa, water. You need to have some water. Water. W-U-D-D-E-R. Water. Water. So you need water. As they say in England, water. Um, otherwise, this, nothing's, nothing's going on. So he says, okay, well, you know, uh, what should I do? He says, let me ask for water. So he prays. And it rains. And everything grows. Good? Good. Okay. From a design perspective, were you to be God? I mean, just like set it up so it works. Why do you set it up there it's not working? Plump the fella there in the middle of wherever. And then he gets that it's not working. And then he says, oh, there's something missing. And then he says, you know, there's something missing. And then he davens and he prays and poof, everything starts to operate. Just like set it up properly from the get-go. So Rashi says, no, it couldn't work that way. Had it have been that, man would have been born into a properly functioning, rain-filled world, he wouldn't have known what rain was. He would have had no appreciation because he wouldn't have lived in a pre-rain world. He wouldn't have understood what the world looked like without rain. In other words, he wouldn't have received the gift of rain. And you can never give a gift to a person who can't receive it. You're not allowed to give. You're not allowed to give. You're not allowed to... Come, my friends, I love you. You're not allowed to give a gift to someone who cannot receive it. You're not allowed to. Do you know why? Because then you're not giving a gift, are you? Imagine this, Bram. Imagine if I were to take an, a diamond, a real diamond, diamond worth $500,000. Big, fat, juicy hunk of a stone. And I realize that you have romantic interests and maybe heading towards engagement. Not yet. Okay. Uh, just checking in. And I think to myself, listen, this, 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 this rock would go fantastically on the, on the finger of your bride. And I want to give it to you. And it's worth $500,000. And I give it to you. But see, you think it's a trinket. You think it's a, a glass, two-shekel thing. So when I give it to you, what's happening is I haven't given you a diamond. I've given you a trinket. Yeah, yeah. Factually, it's worth 5000 But in the relationship, in the gift of giving, I've given you a trinket. So therefore, it's worthless. So therefore, I shouldn't give you the diamond. Because I wouldn't know how to accept it. Yeah, it wouldn't be accepting. It wouldn't have been... You can only give someone something that they get what they're given. If they don't get what they're given, so then you're not giving them it. And that's, that means that that dynamic... Is a is is an is a wrong dynamic. It's, just, it's, it's like it's, it's a wasteful dynamic. It's like it can't happen. You have to be able to receive the value of the worth of the gift. Okay. So that's the experience that I had with you about ten minutes ago. Like I gave you what I felt was a diamond, and I thought, yeah, it's nice, good for Shabbos meal. It's worth about fifty cents on a good day. Um, 
So for me, that was like a heart-rending experience, just to help you. No, I'm not blaming anyone. It's like my issues. It's all my issues. But I'm just pointing out, like that was like that was like huge. But yeah, this is like this. This is like something that I struggle with. I struggle with, and it's actually it's such a deep struggle because. So what what am I meant to do? What am I meant to do? I'll get you in a minute, Sasha, or ten. Um, what am I meant to do? And this is kind of what bleeds into modern Jewish education as a whole. How can you educate people that not that they don't feel like they're getting a gift, they feel like they're getting a liability. So you're giving them something and you send them saying, Oh my gosh, this made them say, Oh my gosh, no, not this again. Oh my, oh, <laughs> it's painful. So then it should be really, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you should just go. Like, just, like, what are you doing? So now, what about this? What about if you pay people to do something? What are you telling them then? What you're telling them then is what I'm giving you is so worthless that the only way you'd be in any normal, sane space to receive it is if you actually get paid, meaning you have the value, I've got zero value. So when I pay someone to do something, it means what I have to offer you is worthless. What you have to offer me is worth however much I'm paying you. And therefore the exchange of this here is you giving me, I'm not giving you anything. Because the financial direction of transaction determines the dynamic of the experience. From Sunday, Jared's going to be standing at the door. 50 shekels. 50 shekels for every entrance. Now, it's a joke. I never charge 50 shekels, at least 150. It's a joke. How many of you would pay it? How many of you would pay it? I would say none. I don't think anyone pay 50 shekels a day to come to Musashi. Which means what we're doing over here isn't worth 50 shekels to you. So what I do? So that's why I've really been looking at accountancy. <laughs> I really, and like the truth is, like, and I'm not a numbers guy. <laughs> but, hey? Yeah, it could be a lot. If you, if you gave everybody as if you if you gave everybody fifty shek at, at the door, you said you can either use this fifty shek to get in, or you go do whatever you want with it, but you can't come in. I think I think a lot of people would use would pay the fifty shek. Of course, because then they're paying zero. No, but you should really giving, go into marketing. You've got a real like, kind of no, feel. No, giving them hope. You and don't have an income, so it's like it's it doesn't. You can't say. It, it may as well be a five hundred thousand dollar diamond. Would you give a five hundred? Do you remember the story of Hillel? Don't you find this story jarring? The story of Hillel. Hillel Azokain. Hillel Azokain wanted to learn Torah. So what happened? So he went to the base midrash. He said hi. The guard at the door said no. He said ah, <laughs> just coming to learn from my two rebbe's Shammai Rav Talion. So the guard at the door said. Pay up. 
Hilal said, I'm destitute. I literally do not have a penny to my name. The guard said, well, then I guess you ain't coming in. So Hilal said, it's snowing. So the guard says, have you ever heard of Wim Hof? <laughs> Amazing, huh? Did you know he existed in those times? Um, so Hillel says, okay. So he climbs on the top of the roof. It was the air of Shabbos. Climbs on the top of the roof, and there was a skylight. And he puts himself next to the skylight so he can hear the snippets of what Shaman of Talion are saying. Problem was, it was snowing. So they wake up in the morning and they look up and the sky is blocked by the figure of a man who's been completely covered by the snow. Pikuach Nefesh. They run up and they see it's Hillel suffering from hypothermia. They quickly bring down their Michal Shabbos to light a fire so they can warm him up. That's called devotion. Even healing can be <laughs> I believe this is funny for you. No. No. No, it's not funny for you. It's sad. <laughs> okay, so so that's a problem, right? That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's a problem. Sash. So I, I recognize there's the issue. My question is, I don't know how to phrase it other than this. Who's at fault? You. you. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have a five hundred thousand, you know, five hundred thousand dollar diamond, and someone takes it and thinks it's a trinket, trinket, and that they think it's worthless. Does that mean that the diamond doesn't have value? No, it has value. It's the other person that has the lacking of that recognition. So, granted, yes, there's an issue of how do you make the person realize that. Um, how you go? How you go? In other words. So really, if you've got that diamond, you don't give it to the person. You just don't give it. You say, okay, you know, you may give him a trinket. What's well, marketing then? 90% of marketing is, is showing the person the value of the thing that you have. Yeah? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So here we go. So really, really, what I should be doing is sales, not accountancy. Yes. There you go. Sales. Guys, Hi. <laughs> How are you guys going? Nice day, no? Hey? Yeah. A great day. I love... That's a great jacket. Thank you. And your smile. What a winner. <laughs> hey? <laughs> hey, guys. So great. Rabbis, how are you? I love... I love... Isn't that great tea? Yeah. yeah it's great tea. It's great tea. Zephy, how's it going here? Amazing. Amazing. Hi, you, Yaakov Lurie. So good to see you. Your, your face always like... Isn't your face an inspiration? <laughs> to me. To me, it's great to be here, guys. So good to be here. Um, just, like, just like sharing this time with you, it's always, it's always special. Like, always special because we like get to do so many, like, I don't know, different things, right? So many different things. Like, it's hard to anticipate what's going to happen every day. It's like, I just... It's 
good. It's good. It's like so good. Um, you know, I was just thinking because the truth is, the truth is like I, I, I come into contact with a lot of different people, and one of the like one of the one of the crazy things about people today, uh, I had this I had this guy, and um, I was speaking to him. He's like. 30, 30, 30 odd, 30 something years old. And I met him and it was like, it was so, it was like so sad. That guy has been like relatively successful, successful in business. He had a relationship, it didn't quite work out. And he like, he came to me and he said like, I just, I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling like, I feel like almost I've been sold, sold a dummy that I don't really know what's going on in my life. I'm not getting the satisfaction. I'm not getting the meaning. Um, I've kind of got the material trappings, but I don't feel anything inside. I don't feel anything inside. Like, I don't feel connected. I, I, I actually know what I feel like. I feel like I don't know who I am on a deeper level. Like, I've played by all the rules, and I've, and I've done all the things, and I've, I've had the, like, the, you know, I've got, I've got the beautiful girlfriends, and I've got, got the big money, and, but I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I have something which is like, Big and sustainable, right? I don't even you do, do, do kind of some of you relate to a little bit of that. Like the like the material life doesn't always like give its best. Pe- pe- like sometimes people aren't that happy, you know. Like I don't know if you met that guys who, who aren't like happy and you know, people like and, and sometimes you see people who are like even like exceptionally wealthy, but it doesn't seem that the wealth actually brings them the joy and the pleasure. It, it doesn't seem like that's the thing. You relate to that. It's like I'm thinking to myself, there must be something more, more, something more profound, something deeper, something like special about me and special about you. And I, I, like, I mean, I look at you guys and I think, like, wow, awesome, awesome people, like awesome people, like awesome people, like people, like but big people, like big people, like yeah, this is like not like you know, not like just you know, just like. Average media. This is like big stuff here in, the, in this room. Like I feel it. I feel you guys are big. You got, you got a lot to offer. You're, like, you're thinking. Like you, you're like you're like reflecting. You guys are reflecting, right? You, you get like a little reflection. Like you're not just like oh blind, like stumbling through life. Like you're thinking. Like you you're like you're really going into it. It's amazing, guys. It's amazing. It's really amazing. And, and like you know, sometimes when you're like you're reflecting and you're into it, and you're like you want that meaning and you want you need like tools. You need like perspectives. You need you need you need wisdom. And I, th- I think, you know, and if you guys feel like we lack a lot of wisdom, like there's, there's knowledge, there's empirical knowledge, and you know, there's like, there's causality, but like wisdom, like we need wisdom, right? I think we need wisdom, we need like real wisdom, like deep stuff that like, can really help us and connect us. And, and like it's a bit like this, this, this right, left brain thing, you know, there's a guy, Ian McGilchrist, powerful, powerful speaker, he's written a book, he's, there's a movie being made about it. Uh, a movie made called The Divided Mind and he says like you know the, the, the left brain kind of takes over but the left brain's pretty limited it like does only like cause and effect and it's very narrow and it, it, it wants everything to be fixed and, and life's not like that it's like so many moving parts and dynamics and relationships like it's all happening um, and when we get caught up in that left brain we kind of we kind of miss it out and, and I think the, the world's getting more and more and more left brain utility and models and you know like he like speaks as a psychiatrist and he says these people are like putting algorithms in computers and how I should treat my patient with depression. He says, like, I just see a person. I just see a person. I think, I think we all feel like we're people. We're not like algorithms. We're not AI. We're like people. There's another dimension. You get that? Like, you with me? Like, we need that. We need the extra. How is that? How am I doing? Like, in terms of cells? 
Hey, not bad, eh? Not bad for like need for wisdom. How, how am I doing, Zaj? I'm just saying. I noticed everyone in the room was locked in. I was, I was I'm doing. Just yeah, I'm putting it out there, like sales. It's not accountancy. We should go into sales. Sales should be sales. Should be sales. I should, I should be selling. You know my problem, is Smith. 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 Suffolk. My problem is I'm not selling it. Yes. I'm giving it. Fool. I should be selling it. I should walk in here and tell you a gem. I should say, guys. Guys. Listen. If you want this, I need you here. But I'm not just going to like, you know, throw it on the floor and like, you know, like a scrap. No, but this is big. And I didn't sell it. It's me. I didn't sell. Thanks, guys. That's amazing. Thank you. Jo- uh, F- Foster. Yes, man. Where does Shiloh Shema come into play? All, this pl- all over. All over. Thank you. Yeah, beautiful. Good stuff. <laughs> amazing. 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 Yes. Yes. Shiloh Shema. You've got to do Shiloh Shema. We talk Shiloh Shema. Bali Shema. So you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Guys, guys, listen, listen, listen. Real. This, this Mustashir, this Mustashir is the wisdom. It's the wisdom that... I know, I've seen it. I've seen guys come. I've seen guys go. And when you stay here and you take in the lessons, you transform. It happens. It will happen. It will happen. Your mind will change. Your thinking will change. But your relationships will change. With yourself, with Hashem, with everything. Happier, more satisfied, more grounded, more in touch. I've seen it. The guy, I mean, the guys in the room that have experienced it, it's like it's awesome. It's an awesome place. But, you know, yeah, I mean, take it. You got you got you got even scams. Take it. So that you know, like Sunday again, like Sunday's going to be ha- Sunday's going to be pumping. Right? Sunday's going to be pumping. You have no idea what Sunday's going to bring you. Like more, more like stuff. Thanks. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. I think that could be the future. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my number. Yeah, yeah. No, amazing. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome.